After a long Easter weekend, markets in Asia are trading mostly higher as investors mull the U.S. Federal Reserve's path going forward. Fears of further tightening by the Fed have been tempered by last week's U.S. jobs report that showed modest growth, but not the kind of so-called overheating that would prompt significantly higher rates. The Shanghai Composite fell 0.44% as the Nikkei, Kospi and Hang Seng in Hong Kong all show gains. But Chinese investors have more reasons to worry about the long-term future of their domestic economy as a new report showed continuing decline in the country's population. It will soon lose its top spot to India. For more on this now, let's go to Han Tan, who is Chief Market Analyst at Exinity Group in Abu Dhabi. Thank you very much for being with us today. Han, Asian traders are now mulling the Fed's path. What are they thinking at this point, in your opinion? I mean, what should we brace for? Yeah, so a couple of things. Uh, first, markets are ramping up the bets for a 25 basis point hike by the Fed in May. Second, markets are then forecasting 50 basis points in cuts uh, in the fourth quarter of this year. So all that suggests that the Fed uh, may have to pivot in order to cushion a U.S. recession. But of course, you know, we still have uh, inflation data this week, and I'm sure markets will react to more data and developments in the many weeks and months ahead. So overall, to your question, a brace for perhaps one more Fed rate hike and then potentially uh, rate cuts to offset a U.S. recession later this year, at least judging by what uh, markets are forecasting right now. Right. One more hike potentially at the same time. And China is grappling with an aging population and then now also poised to be overtaken by India as the world's most populous countries. I wonder, what does it mean for domestic supply and demand dynamics, but also the global impact? Yeah, so I think this means China's role in the global economy would veer more towards the demand side uh, as it moves towards being a more developed economy uh, rather than the supply side, right? Having been known as the world's factory on the cheap in decades past. Uh, look, I mean, look, China has been showing signs of maturing as an economy in recent years. Uh, long gone are the days of double-digit GDP growth. Uh, this year is expected to come in at 5%, right? So, uh, you know, with any economy that's being more developed, uh, policies have to focus on being more, uh, or focus on boosting internal demand, uh, raising income per capita, and uh, that essentially means moving higher up the value chain as uh, Chinese consumers play a greater role in the global economy, more so than uh, producing stuff on the cheap. Hantan, thank you very much for your update. Thanks for having me. And now let's go to other top stories from around the world. Tesla is continuing to expand in China as it builds a new factory to make its large-scale batteries. The electric car maker says the plant in Shanghai will initially be able to produce 10,000 megapack units annually. The factory is expected to break ground in the third quarter of this year and start production in the second quarter of 2024. Foxconn is planning to spend $820 million over the next three years to build new manufacturing facilities in Taiwan. The world's biggest contract electronics maker says the investment will include plans for making electric buses and batteries for electric vehicles. The Apple supplier aims to gain a 5% share of the booming EV industry by 2025. And ByteDance has become the most profitable Chinese tech company in 2022, overtaking rivals Tencent and Alibaba for the first time. Pre-tax earnings surged 79% to $25 billion as advertisers boosted spending on the fast-growing viral video platform TikTok. ByteDance was valued at around $300 billion last year, making it the world's most valuable privately owned company. And that is all for business now.